0: This is the 77 WABC mini cast. Now we have KT McFarland, who, of course, was in the National Security Council there with President Trump. And KT, uh, we were talking about the border. Um, Also, this is stunning that the U.S. there's a report, KT, that the U.S. secretly alerted Iran. A terrorist regime ahead of the ISIS terrorist attack that took place. Remember, what that was that ceremony where they were honoring Soleimani and all those people were killed. But that this administration secretly tipped off a terrorist regime about an attack. This except, is unheard except of. Except
1: the Iranians didn't believe
0: them. They don't even believe Biden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, even worse, that the Iranians are blaming us. That that somehow we were in charge, we were responsible for the attack, at least some of the Iranian hardliners. So what this was, was that the United States intelligence picked up from the monitor we're doing of ISIS in Afghanistan, that we picked up that there was going to be an attack, a mass casualty attack on Iran on the anniversary of the death of, of Soleimani, the man, the terrorist guy that Trump had taken out, that we warned Iran, you better watch out, there's going to be a terrorist attack that ISIS is going to do on you. So Iran, A, didn't believe them, didn't take any precautions, and B, when the obvious happened, where there was a mass casualty attack, I think 80-some people died, but then some Iranian hardliners said, aha, ISIS wouldn't have done that. They did that with the United States. So this is an American attack. So here we are trying to warn them, and then they blame us for the attack. But it brings to to the whole point of, wait a minute, whose side are we on here? Do you think Iran is repaying us? With this good deed that we did, are they warning us about attacks on American ships in the Red Sea? No, they're not. So I think we need to get our priorities straight. Who's our friend? Who's our enemy? And Iran is not our friend.
0: Governor uh, Patterson? KT, this sort of we never quite get mad at Iran thing has been going on for about 15 years, it seems. And and what generates it? In other words, what are people thinking about when they – continuously do the same thing and get the same bad results.
1: Yeah. So the thing is that both administrations, Republicans and Democrats, not President Trump, but the other Republican administrations have been looking for Iranian moderates. They think, well, if if we can make deals with them, we can moderate Iran's behavior. And it's never worked. It didn't work in the Reagan administration. It didn't work in the Carter administration. It didn't work in the Obama administration. It's certainly not working now. If anything, Iran has stuck to its guns. Iran has said from the very beginning of the Islamic Revolution in Iran in 1979, they say, we have two objectives. Get America out of the Middle East and destroy Israel and kill Jews. And they have not varied from that. in in those um, 45 years. That's been their goal, and it continues to be their goal, no matter what we do. Judge Weinberg? KT, good to talk to you again. Tomorrow there's supposed to be a ruling from the International Court of Justice about these allegations by South Africa against Israel, that Israel, the victim of the terrorist attack, is somehow engaged in genocide. What's your thoughts? Yeah, so this is the international community turned very quickly against Israel. Now We all saw the horrible attacks that, that Hamas did on Israel that that lasted for about a week, and then the world public opinion, including a lot of these international organizations, turns against Israel. That they blame Israel. It's now Israel's fault that those attacks happened, and in fact, a lot of them are denying those attacks ever happened. So this is the this is the t- difficulty Israel has operating in in the world. Not just in the Middle East do they have people who are their enemies, but all around the world the anti-Semitism, whether it's in Europe. Whether it's in the Middle East, whether it's in Asia, is alive and well. That's why it's so important that the United States remains with Israel
0: and lets Israel finish the job of destroying Hamas. Are you are you confident too that um that something's gonna happen, KT, soon? Because we I just saw recently um the CIA director, Bill Burns, is on his way over there uh, to Israel to try to now see if they can get some sort of a deal. Um, with the obviously the remaining hostages, and then we're still hearing this horrible rhetoric from Hamas officials. There was one who just came out recently saying, "What happened on October seventh is a scaled down model of what's to come." I mean, this is really scary stuff. Still, yeah, Iran doesn't want a deal, uh,
1: and its proxies, um, Hamas, they don't want a deal. So the pressure is that the United States government is now pressuring Israel to concede to whatever um, Hamas's demands are. Uh, the The question is, how long will the Biden administration remain true to Israel? How long will they? And it's it's significant that they're sending the CIA guy, the American intelligence community, to Israel, because that's one of the main things we do for Israel, not just give them weapons, but we share intelligence with them. Well, they didn't do too well on October 7th, either side. And, uh, you know, KT, me and you, before we we discussed the reason that Saudi Arabia – you know, reactivated ISIS to attack Tehran is because uh, Biden would not let uh, Israel do it. That's right. And the question that we're all going to be looking at, the world is going to be looking at in the coming days, weeks, months, is, is Iran going to say, well, because of all the stuff that's going on in the Middle East, we now need nuclear weapons. And are they going to, in fact, declare that they are a nuclear weapons state? Because if they do, and all the countries in the Middle East, they'll all want nukes. Iran has built their own nukes from scratch. The Saudis, well, they'll say, well, if Iran has them, we need them. And the Saudis, they'll go buy them. They'll buy them from Pakistan. And then Turkey will say, well, we need nukes too. And then you're going to have a nuclear arms race in the Middle East, which is a horrifying thing to come. KT, last question. How many countries have to be involved before we call it a world war? Well, you. That's a good I think we're there. Yeah, yeah, we're there. I mean, we've got a lot of potential, right? We have Europe, we have the Middle East, we have Asia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you so stuff. much, KT. Thank KT, you. Thank, you.
0: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much.